everyone. Welcome to Space Ace, the podcast all about asexuality and fandoms. Happy Sunday. I'm actually recording this in like the morning, so if you do hear birds chirping, it's not some random sound effect. I'm actually recording this in the morning rather than some early, late night thing. Just just so you aware. Birds are an actually natural thing in this case. Um, but how yeah, happy Sunday. Welcome back. If you're returning, if you've been listening before, thank you support is always great if you're new then also welcome hello welcome welcome on board um my name is Bronte and I am the host for this and this week's episode is going to be a little bit different um there's a new segment I've been wanting to do for a while but it's just today feels like this is the right time to do it um and that's mainly because I've been you know on my laptop reading through some old stuff you know doing a bit of organization into what writing I've done what writing I've got to do you know all the fun stuff and I came across something that really sort of sparked me to do this. And like this new segment is it's just going to be me, in case you don't guess. There's no guest this week here. So if you don't just like it with me, then maybe this one isn't for you. But I hope, still hope you stick around. Um, more guests to follow from next week onwards. Um, but I want to do a new little segment where it's basically called like Through an Ace's Eyes, where I talk about any like situation or setting or whatever really that I'm prompted to talk about but talk about it in a way in which people may not realize like but like through or seeing it in Ace's eyes and I'm hoping this will become clearer as I go along like it's it feels like such a hard thing to explain but it's really not um so basically the thing that I mentioned before that I the bit of writing that I found basically um is that well when I feel the need and I feel inspired I, ta- I write these little things, I call them musings, where it's basically like a little short piece of fiction. It's not quite a short story. I mean, it could be like a page, it could be, I think the biggest one I've done is like three or four pages. And it's just on something that I just need to get out at the time. And I found one which I actually wrote about asexuality when I was coming to terms with it all. And I was in that awkward in-between stage of all doing research and am I this, am I that. I mean, I was, I'm still there now, but like obviously I'm, I'm confident enough to be able to talk about it. Um, and like you know mentalize it and whatnot but this was very much at the time where I was still very new to the whole thing and I was still trying to understand why I felt so different compared to other people and the bit I wrote actually I mean I I might reference it through all the way through and I might quote bits from I'm not gonna read out the whole thing because no that's a bit too far (laughs) this you don't want to sit here and listen to me like reading a bit of writing because no um I may post it somewhere eventually so people can read it if they want to but for now it's just going to be me quoting it for your enjoyment, I guess, um, just for context. Um, but the whole piece is actually written about, obviously, like, it's not me as the main character, but it's like an ace character. Um, and it's about, like, when they go to a club and how they experience a club setting compared to other people. And this is something that's really interested me in general for a long time because, I mean, I was never a one that I was ready to go clubbing way back when I was like 16, 17, you know, when you get like the fake IDs, I mean, I don't know whether that's just an American TV show thing, like, I I know it happens over here, but I don't think it happens as often, at least, Um, but yeah, I was never one of those people where I was like, on my 18th birthday, I was like, raring to go, I didn't actually go clubbing for the first time until I was, I was 19, it was my first year of uni, but obviously I I turned 19 in the November, because my birthday is November, Um, and I met my friend's 18th, because she was a year younger than me, we went in February, and we went in London and it was one of the ones where 
you know, it's like those massive clubs. Obviously, it's London. It's going to be huge. And the whole thing felt very overwhelming. And, like, I still enjoyed it. But that's, like, the least I've enjoyed it, if that makes sense. Like, I have been a lot more since. And I have enjoyed it a lot more every time I've, every time I've been. Um, but I remember entering and thinking, oh, my God, I don't know what to expect. Well, that obviously, you see nightclubs in films, TV shows. You know what it's about. You know the whole scene of it. But it's it's always different experiencing it, especially somewhere like as big as London I think I picked the first place to be so big I think that's a very good idea on my part but yeah it was an experience and I mean the main thing I really want to talk about is it is obviously I can't talk from the perspective of someone who's straight or who's gay but I mean the general consensus of going to a club is apart from obviously having fun with your friends when you go there especially I think the age I'm at now where I'm like early 20s people like you're breaking in my 20s it's like not yet I'm still young but I'm at that awkward age now where you go clubbing and you go to enjoy it but also people are going there to meet people they're going there as a group of friends but they're all single people going there with the intention of either hooking up with someone or trying to meet someone and so there's like that layer to it and then then obviously the other layer is getting as drunk as you can and enjoying the night this is an interesting one as well because I mean I'll go into this more as like go through the process of I mean thinking about talking about it but um it's also not um an unknown fact that I'm not a huge drinker and I'm not going to put this down to asexuality I do think it's a factor which I'll talk about like later on but I do think that you have to be a certain type of person to enjoy clubbing and I do I think I weird I do enjoy it but I don't enjoy it for the same means and ways other people do I don't think obviously I can't speak for them, but just from what I'm going to have, how I know I experience it compared to other people, then that's just how how different it is. So that's kind of what I want to talk about and ramble on about today, because I think it's just something really interesting and really something that people may not have thought about as well, because obviously the whole asexual thing, you just think, oh, you just don't want to have sex. It's like, no, no. As I've mentioned lots of times before, like the the general um, asexuality thing is that some people do, some people don't want to have sex. That's just down to personal preference. But the whole thing about asexuality is that you haven't got that attraction to people. I think this is this is really relevant in like a club setting because obviously when you go anywhere like that, you you dress up a bit, don't you? You put on, or I mean, most girls, they, they put on the heels, put on the makeup, put on something that's slightly tight-fitted that they wouldn't normally wear to get people's attention and also to make them feel good. It's, it's, that, it's very much like a tipping scale of you do it for yourself and you do it because it's it's also required of like the setting like they wouldn't let you in there if you rocked up on like jeans and a t-shirt but like ski jeans is fine but you know what I mean like the, the what you do like on a general like day to the park like they wouldn't let you in on that because you have to dress a certain way to reach the criteria to actually enter the building so there's that already where you have that mentality I've got to look nice I've got to look amazing and especially when I presume when you go there and you're with the intention of meeting someone looking up someone you want to look like someone's gonna look at you and think I want you, which I think is a really strange concept. Like I, I have dressed up before. I dress up to go places where it's required. I have enjoyed it a lot more over the recent years. I hated it before because I felt like I was forced into doing it. Whereas now I've been able to have the freedom of deciding exactly how I want to dress for it and like how I would spin it. Like I went to the Baptist in trainers, but they were like sparkly trainers, so it was accepted. That kind of little thing is like I still don't do heels. Never going to do heels. No, 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 never going to be a thing. Yes, that's like one aspect of it. And I mean, I'm going to go through a little bit more because the whole piece that I wrote about this was when the person enters and that's what they see and what they hear and all that. But I mean, like the first, I mean, just the first line of it is 
Have you ever entered a place where you should feel fine, normal, but instead you just don't? Well, that's me entering this club. And I remember very clearly that first time entering a club. Obviously, I was nervous. I was with, I was with friends, but like it was my friend and her friends. I know them, but like, I knew them at the time, like well enough to feel comfortable enough to go come with them. But it wasn't people I'd known for years. It wasn't people that like, I could say. I really don't feel comfortable with this, I want to go. And also we were in London, I was away from home. So the whole thing, it does feel very overwhelming, so she entering, and we were quite young compared to some, so obviously you can only get coming when you're 18, and we were like 18, 19, so we were young compared to the rest, whereas obviously now I've been, and I've seen people like years below me here at school, and it was like, oh damn, I feel old, I'm not the youngest one here anymore. But yeah, at the time we were like young ones, and it was clear that we were inexperienced because of how... People were looking at us when we were sort of like going through sort of looking at everything. You know when you haven't been somewhere before, you just generally just look at everything a little bit more closely. It was that kind of thing. So we were doing that and you enter and people just seemed to just fit right in. It's like the people I was with, they, they got in, they were just instantly, they, it's like they were at home. It's like they knew exactly what to do where I was like, I've got no, like, I've not got no idea what I'm doing here um I've got no idea what to do and here's the thing that drinking comes into a big part of it because straight thing that we did straight away we went to our booth and because we had a booth it was a birthday thing and then they started ordering drinks and obviously the whole point of drinking is to relax you and I don't know I've never been drunk so I can't really say but from watching my friends get drunk on multiple occasions apart from making them just absolutely hilarious and what they're saying what they do my general like idea of it is that it helps you relax it helps you feel good and when you strip away that layer of maybe like anxiety about like where you are and like, all the nerves and you can just enjoy it I believe that's what drinking does for a lot of people and yeah even then I knew I didn't want to drink because I didn't I wasn't in a setting that I knew it's really really hard so drinking for me it's something I've never even bothered by and I still don't know quite why this is. I mean, part of it, I think is just the fact that like neither of my parents are big drinkers. Obviously, I know that doesn't affect anything. I think you either go the way of when you're when you're not around like drinks at home all the time. You either go the way of you want to drink everything as soon as you're able to, or probably before that, or you go the way I've gone and you're just still not you're not fussed about it. It's the kind of thing where when I never had a little sip of here this and that at Christmas. There was never really drink in the house. Something I I never really thought about, quite honestly. Like, I had more important things to do. And also, like, even now, when I know, obviously, like, drinking, you can do it safely and whatnot and that. But still, the thought of getting so drunk that I don't know what I'm doing is still absolutely terrifying. Like, I can't imagine anything worse than being so blacked out drunk that I've got no idea what I'm doing, what I'm saying. Because I don't presume I don't think bad like I'd be, I'd be with people who would look after me I presume like, I'd, I'd hope so but still I, I can't imagine not being in control of what I'm doing I mean it's, I suppose this kind of back to what Matt was saying the other day about me needing to be in control but I'm, I'm not control freak so you, hello Matt I know you'll be listening um that's probably a factor of it and I do think that me not being surrounded by drink from a young age was also a factor that has sort of played out um but I do think, in general, like, a lot of people use drink, I said, to loosen up and all that. But they also use it, especially in that club setting, to loosen up, to have the confidence to go and dance with people that they think are good-looking. And obviously, as an ace, I mean, again, I should have said at the beginning, I'm not speaking for all aces. This is all just personal thoughts, personal experience. Like, all, you know, the spectrum's huge. All aces are different. But from my viewpoint as an ace this is how I 
see the situation this is how I have felt in that situation like you know how just it's just how I think about it all basically so I'm not speaking for all aces I'm just speaking for me as an ace disclaimer finished um but yeah I think that in general in that setting drinks can really help people like I said, they relax, and like say there's someone that they've been eyeing up for ages, it's, it's a general, like you see it in films, like the whole, oh, I like look of you, I like look of you, and it's that, it's that constant eye contact until one of them actually makes the move to do it, and I feel like alcohol really lingers you up and sort of makes you feel calm enough to go and make that first move, and as an ace where this just, I mean, I'm not bothered by that, I've, I've got no care in the world about going to dance with a random person who I'm obviously not going to have sex with because I'm really not fussed about it, and I'd rather not be put in that situation that I could potentially feel uncomfortable. So I don't need drinking for that. So why would I bother? And I think that the two for that really come hand in hand. Obviously, people don't just drink for that. I know all my friends just drink because they enjoy it. And all these things happen to be a bonus, which is absolutely fine. I'm not saying you have to drink to feel like this or you do drink to feel like this. But this is just kind of what I've observed, I guess. This is just me observing things. Um, so that's that's one that's one thing. You know, this is another thing I've noticed about clubs. I'm just I'm reading through my thing as I go along. Um, there was one bit where I basically write about how like as soon as you enter, you're pushed straight onto the dance floor, and then you seem to only be there for like one song, and you go off to the bar. That's such a thing. That's such a normal thing. You go there just sort of to have your little dance, and then you go to the bar, and then to get drunk then to come back on. But you have that one sort of soberish dance. Obviously, people pre-drink, so they're not going to be sober. But you have that sort of less drunk dance, which. I mean, it's such a weird thing because I just want to dance all the time, obviously, because I'm not fussed about the whole drinking thing. I mean, sitting and talking and that is fine as well, but just to be out there and dancing. And people don't underestimate how easy it is to, or easy and hard it is to dance sober because you're not going to be throwing out all the random moves all your drunk friends are doing because, but then you also want to fit in. It's that really awkward thing of, you want to dance like them to fit in, but you also don't want to dance them because you know how stupid it can look. I mean, no offence to anyone, obviously. In the moment, it's fine. You're enjoying yourself. All props to you. But it's having that confidence to do it without the filter of, like, alcohol and, like, awareness and stuff. Um, I mean, that's not really pretty, pretty threaded anything age-related, but I just wanted to mention it because I thought it was funny. Oh, this is another interesting, interesting bit. Because I also think when you go in there single, there is an automatic... Um, I mean, kind of like I said, you go there with the intention of hooking up with someone or meeting someone like proper like, that you can sort of like get on a conversation with and then talk to you after you finish that that night. So you, you get the number, or whatever. Um, but I do think there's there's such a stereotype, and it is true when you go in there, everyone eyes you up, everyone looks at you when you go in there. Boy or girl, it doesn't matter. But you do look back. You do. I mean, I remember when I was there, people were looking at me and I was looking at them, obviously different ways. So someone might be looking at me and think one thing, obviously I'll be looking at them thinking, oh, that's a nice top, that's a nice suit. I I don't think about things like that. I think this is the main thing um, that's really different about the way that an ACC is situation compared to how like a straight or bi or whoever person will see the situation, not to anyone else, but if you were ace. Um... Like, oh, what did I say? I'm trying to give a bit. I'm scrolling to keep my laptop screen from going off and I've lost where I am. Oh, here it is. Um, so in the, in the bit of writing, I put like, I first concentrate on the guys, each fresh face with sharp, sh- sharp shirts and clean jeans. But of course, there's the other girls that are the more most interesting. And for reasons I don't think I'll ever know, my eyes are drawn to their lips. I mean, that's more just for the literary sense. I'm not actually going to go into a club and think, oh, I'm going to look at people's lips. 
but it just is I always thought lipstick was really weird like that's one thing I really can't stand the feel of I mean I have worn makeup before mostly for dance shows no, nothing that I've chosen to wear it for really but lipstick is one thing I can never ever do voluntarily like ever I mean not that I do voluntarily but the whole you know the rest of the face I can deal with but lipstick I just it can't it just feels like a fake layer on your lips and I just don't understand it but people really up their lipstick when they go clubbing and it's really to get their attention. Now, I presume it's the whole thing of, oh, my lips look inviting, come and kiss me, which I think is such a weird concept. Like, imagine making your lips look more attractive than any other part of you. Well, you're just the intention, I guess. But then what if the kiss is bad? What if the, you don't even like the person? What if this, what if that? And I'm just, I just don't understand why you would make your lips look so inviting just to get someone to kiss you but then I don't understand, understand the whole thing like kissing a stranger I mean I think me and Alice mentioned this very briefly I at least I mentioned it in our very first thing about the whole a spectrum how I thought something about all about one night stands and stuff I do think it's really strange how you can feel so secure in yourself I'm not saying it's a bad thing it's a great thing but you can feel so secure in yourself and everything that you would go and kiss and have sex with a random person that you meet at a club like I know it's a thing I know one's one has to happen and it's like in the moment you could be doing it because you you feel a certain way or you think they feel a certain way and that whole thing but I think the whole concept is really strange because I can't imagine anything worse I mean it takes me a long time to open up to people or no I know it's different you're not gonna have a deep conversation but it takes me a long time to open up to people in general about anything like to go beyond that surface conversation with someone takes me a while just with anyone I mean and obviously people treat sex differently some people treat it as such a sacred thing as other people like it's just sex it's nothing but obviously it's such an intimate thing I mean I, I say this I mean I'm not gonna lie that I haven't had sex and of, I mean it's kind of obvious by now but it's something that I'm not ashamed of at all whereas a lot of people like at my age would be but I don't know I'm quite proud of that I haven't because I'm sticking to what I want sticking to what a be- not not that I believe in God, no, that's the wrong way we're looking at it, um, I'm sticking to what I want to do, I haven't had it because I haven't wanted to, very simply, but I know some people, sex for them is like, it's, it's as easy as untying a shoe, like, some people really doesn't mean anything to them, like, obviously it means something when they do it with someone that they really love, but like, a one night stand would mean, like I said, just simple as untying a shoe for some people, but I just, I really can't imagine it, because obviously, it's such an intimate thing, and then just to go and do it with anyone that you meet like the complete random stranger and the fact that you're doing this invitingly I feel like I'm really borderline crossing the line of all girls dressed this way to get attention I'm not saying that they don't uh, I am well, I'm saying that they do but I'm not saying it in the way that it might be insinuating I'm not saying oh yeah they, they they're dressing that because they want it no I'm saying that in this setting it's very common for girls to dress this way to have as that invitation for people, I mean, girls, boys, it doesn't matter if you're a gay bar, you're a normal club, it doesn't matter, um, you dress that way and you have that makeup and those that lipstick because you're inviting someone to see you in that light. And I remember when I went there that first time, it was like, obviously, I knew we all dressed up because obviously I, we got all bathed together, you know, the whole <laughs> the classic girl thing, you'll get ready in the same house, you know, um, living the literal uh, teen movie uh, setting like setup thing but I didn't really think about how much else that everyone else would be dressed up as and it was some it was just so interesting to see honestly I think the whole thing is so fascinating because I don't understand it like I understand the whole thing of you want to um get dressed up to look nice it's like I went to London with my house the other day 
and we all made the effort of um came dressed up but I wore a dress that I had I'd, what I had it for a couple of years but like I wore a dress that I felt comfortable in and like you know denim jacket and I, of course it was converse because you know some things don't change because we were going we weren't going out anywhere fancy fancy but we were only going to like some sky bars because see things in the UK aren't open yet like proper like pubs and stuff open but only like the garden area so we were outside the whole day and it wasn't like it was a fancy setting so especially the first place we went to because it was more sort of like daytime whereas the other one was more evening but the one we went to in the daytime people some people were there like like us when they were dressed up but they also dressed up because it was the first time they were probably out like be able to go and get a drink with their friends and you just made that bit of effort because you hadn't done it in a while and it was it was also more expected in like massive group of girls I find because it tended to be at least when we were there like there was several groups of friends and all the groups of friends say that it was just girls or girls and guys doesn't really matter um they were all dressed up to impress they were all lipstick on you know high heels suits you know the general dress to impress kind of thing whereas other groups where it was like maybe just two people like two two friends boy and girlfriend doesn't matter um I said doesn't matter in the in the scene it didn't matter in, in general it doesn't matter um they were definitely more sort of dressed down and more casual like I saw a couple who were just like jeans jumper and t-shirt you know just general and I feel like I've lost my point with this but it does tend to be that when you go out as a group especially you dress like that and also yeah, where we went, it wasn't expected in terms of, like, you could have turned up in anything, but, but reasonably, and they would have let you in, it's fine, but because it had that extra layer of being more of a fancy setting than, we, like, we were used to going to, obviously, going to a sky garden for drinks is a lot more sophisticated than going to Spoons for a drink, at least that's, that's how I saw it, because obviously you were there with the skyline of London, you know, it's all very fanciful, um, something you'd see in more in a film than you do in real life, it's one of those kind of things and yeah we didn't have to dress to impress what we did but we also did because it was obviously we're celebrating someone's birthday and you know you just do you just make the general effort but obviously we did it just for ourselves there but in that club setting I think especially when you go there being single go there to get over someone or you want to rebound or whatever your mentality is you do go there with the intention of oh I want to get someone to look at me and I think it's really interesting because I dress up when I go the one to fit in well and two to get in but three just because I want to for myself like I don't go there with the intention of oh I want to get all the people's heads looking at me I want all these people to come up and ask me to dance I want this I want that and I, I'm not I'm not shaming anyone who does do it because I just think it's so interesting how we can all go there for the same purpose of oh we want to go and have a good time most likely with our friends but then also people have these secondary intentions of I want to go meet someone I want people to look at me when I'm there I want to feel good about myself and I just think it's such an interesting thing because I can't imagine anything like that and so like clubbing for me has always been very much I'm gonna have a good time with my friends like I've been plenty of times now it's always been fun um I've always been with people that I trust and I feel safe with which I think is a big thing to feel for it like I wouldn't go there on my own hell no no way um but I go there and we have fun we or we dance they drink we just enjoy the night together and I can still enjoy it as so people are like how can you how can you clubbing sober it's like easy because I'm not there for, for things that drinks offer I don't think apart from obviously loosening you up and making you feel good which that I wouldn't mind having but in general I don't see the point of anything that drinks can offer like it's not for me 
and so like I can enjoy it plenty so but I'm like I'd much rather know what I'm doing um and I'll remembering everything that everyone else in the morning is always hilarious so many funny photos stories and stuff from from nights out where like I've been so one they've all been drunk and they're like I don't remember we're in the morning it's like oh you did this you did that and like really it's like yeah it was really funny I'm much having time watching you do it um but yeah I think that's my little ramble on the what you wear because I think it's just so interesting honestly I think the whole dress culture of clubs and things like that in general is just something so interesting and this kind of relates back to the bit of writing the next bit um that I talked about is like for reasons unknown I've never felt myself within the shell of blood and bone that is my body even now slipping inside a dress that is obviously made to be just that little bit too tight in areas that I'm lacking in and tying the laces of boots that I would that would ordinarily look out of place even the most extravagant person people say you should dress as you feel girls my friends strangers they all dress this way occasionally usually to invite attention to invite the lure the lure another hot-blooded specimen into their grasp so they can take what they want without leaving anything up to chance again it's just something that I think is just so interesting because you there is a mentality if you go there and you dress something that you wouldn't already dress in it's a little bit too tight it's a little bit too exposing um obviously it depends on like your body type more and I'm not going to go into the whole the whole area of that because no I mean it's like I'm not ashamed to say that I'm lacking in certain areas that some people have a lot of and like for that means that I don't wear a lot of the same things that other people do it means that when I wear more revealing stuff it's not as revealing so I feel I always feel a lot more safer with that which I'm more than grateful for honestly um I can't think of anything worse than having you know those people who just generally have those bodies which is just the maybe it's the way they they dress or whatnot but don't generally people look at them like I mean I use the example of um I mean the children be annoyed that I say this it's like um one of my housemates Lily um she she dresses in a way that she's she exposes a lot of her body in, in certain ways she always looks amazing like always looks amazing but it's a simple thing of um I use her as an example because when we were walking in London we the other day when we were there we were we got the tube to, to the nearest tube stop to the place at the first place at Sky Bar and we were walking down the street we must have only been walking for about what seven ten minutes it wasn't you know it wasn't long it was just a few streets and I can't even tell you how many people were like wooing from the car and were like oh could we give you lift or that and all that it's like I just thought it was so strange because obviously I mean I can think that people look good obviously not the same way but I think people look good she did look good and we all looked good I say um and I just thought it was really strange how people would literally stop their car in the middle of London street and ask us for a lift or woo or be like oh like where are you going girls and all that it's like it was just so strange but it's like she wasn't dressing that way to be inviting she was dressing that way because that's how she felt comfortable dressing and like it was her birthday you know I mean she also looked really good as well which is obviously another thing but I, mean, I think I've gone on a whole other tangent here I'm not going to go into the whole thing about like consent and you know dressing appropriately I'm not going to go into that but the general point is that when you go out to places like that to clubs whatever you do dress that little bit more unusual in a way that you wouldn't dress if you were just going down the pub or you might but not normally um and it was just something that I really I thought really linked back to the whole asexual thing because obviously if you haven't got the mentality of I'm dressing this way to impress you're obviously like I said it's probably not the first goal if it is if you're going there 
with your friends to just generally see okay how many people can we hook up with then yeah you're going to dress like that but if you're going there with your friends just for a normal night out you're probably not going to it's more like a secondary thing but the same principle still applies in terms of like you do dress out of the ordinary and I can't imagine as an ace dressing that way to invite attention like I dress the way I do to a club because I feel comfortable in what I'm wearing majority of the times I so I'm trying to be more risky with it in terms of like trying to be more out there but in general I dress in things that make me feel comfortable but it's still like formal enough that will get me in and, and stuff but like I don't dress in any way that I think will invite attention and I just I just I know I keep saying I just don't really understand it but I, I don't but that's why I want to talk about it because it is something I think I know I keep saying it's so interesting but it's so interesting just to think that even that mentality of what you wear is different depending on what sexuality you are and I think this is very much in terms of like the difference between like ace and not because obviously if you're into girls and boys or whatnot you're going to dress the same way in terms of you're going to dress to impress them whereas as an ace you haven't got to dress to impress anyone not that you should dress to impress anyone but you know you know what I mean the whole theory stands um but yeah I just think it's really strange because I would go there is something that I feel comfortable with, that I would fit in with my friends, but not something that I was thinking about inviting attention. I mean, sometimes, yeah, people have looked at me, but then sometimes not. But even when they do, it's more like, uh, yeah, uh, hello, look the other way, please. Like, I'm not, I'm just not fussed about it. So I just think it's really interesting how, just because of someone's sexuality, they would dress differently for a situation. That's kind of what I'm saying. That I, The difference in it, I think, is just strange, but interesting, and something that... I didn't really think about it until I went and it was like okay I think I get it I think I understand a little bit because you were doing this to get something that you want and I'm never going to experience that which is fine but it's just really really strange I mean there's another line that I've just found going through it and it's like as much as I wish I was truly one of them I know I never can be this is very much going on the back of I want to want kind of thing which I'm not going to go too much into because I think I'm going to have a whole episode about that. But I remember going there, not really the first time because the whole thing like so was very overwhelming, but more like the other times I've been, especially when my friends have got with someone, even if it's just should they go and kiss them. Even if it's like when a group of friends, like like I've, I've been with like a massive group of friends before, like there's so many of us, more like convention people. Hello. Um you know, there's so many of us, when, we, when we've all gone out, there's been so many of us, and, like, there have been occasions where two people in the group, you know, when they kind of like each other, but we're not sure, and all that, and then they get in there, they have some alcohol on them, and then they end up kissing, even that, like, I really wish I could experience that, whether it was someone that I knew, someone I didn't know, I really wish I could have that moment, in a club as well, because I feel like it's such, it's such a cliche, but, I think it's also such an experience to have and it's something to look back on and it's just such a movie moment really, isn't it? Um, Where you're in there and you are dressed a certain way, the other person's dressed a certain way, you have that look, you both have a bit to drink, you're both a bit... I think also people use drink as an excuse as well, which I know it can be, but like, like, oh, I kissed them because I was drunk. I was like, well, yeah, but then did you really want to kiss them or not? Like, I think it can be a good excuse for people, but I think it also can give give people the confidence to actually do it, especially if they've liked someone for a long time. Um, it will give them the confidence to go, oh yeah, I kissed them because I was drunk, but I actually did want to, and it was really good. That kind of thing. Um, but yeah, my main point with this was it was just another situation, another another thing where I really wish I could understand it on that level. Like I so wish I could go to a club and be like, okay, I'm gonna find my friends. If I happen to meet someone that I think is good looking and that, then 
that's cool then I can have that experience um I mean like I know I said about the whole one night stand thing I wouldn't I don't understand that but I get the whole kissing a stranger thing I do understand that to an extent I think that can be quite exhilarating I mean I've never done it I've no intention to do it but from from an outside perspective looking in it looks to be very exhilarating because the whole you don't know them it's all that new feeling that I've heard people talk about um on more than one occasion but yeah it's just another thing where like I do wish I could be involved but I know I can't be but then it's it's one of those situations where you really notice it in a club like I know I always say it like oh I wish I could be like everyone else but there are certain situations where you notice it more and you feel so different like a lot more clearly like in a club was definitely every time I've been it's definitely been a situation where I'm still enjoying myself I still feel comfortable and all that but it is that situation where I do feel the difference a lot more than I would on a daily basis and that can be really hard especially when you're just trying to enjoy yourself but it it is what it is and I think it's just something worth mentioning because there are certain situations where you you would put in as an ace where you do feel more separate than everyone else it's kind of like when everyone's off dating and like if there was like say there was one night and all your friends were out on a date obviously it's very unlikely it's gonna happen, happen on one night but there have been situations where I've been wanting to meet up with people and they've been busy with their boyfriends, girlfriends, whatnot, which obviously I'm not going to hold them and hold them against them. Like, they're their significant other people. They're their people. Like, I get it. But sometimes it's like, yeah, but I want to see you too. And like, I've always got really annoyed about that in passing. Like, nothing, nothing like obviously made I've got any, anything but up against it. But it's just one of those really annoying things, right? I understand it, but then I don't because it's like, well, I'd I'd want to see you the same as I'd want to see anyone else. But obviously, I know for them it's different. Like they're their people and all that. So that's just another little ramble about how annoying it is to be ace. But point still stands. In a club, you do notice it a lot more than other places. I do think. I mean, I'll go on about this if I do any more of these because I feel like I want to. But they are the more I do of these and the more different situations that I bring up. I'll mention about how noticeable it is, at least in my case, being ace in those situations. But yeah, in a club, it's very much, it's, it's just there. Oh, this is something really interesting as well. Um, So there's something about watching other people kiss in a club. I don't know what it is. It kind of goes off on what um I said in a podcast. Oh, what episode was it? I think it was on with Matt and Callum, actually. When, yeah, then when they were asking about the whole... um like how do you feel like watching characters get together on screen or that and I said characters do make me feel something when they get together it's like I'm living vicariously through them and I'm not saying it's the same in a club I'm not going to feel something when you kiss a, just kiss a stranger kiss a person like I'm not saying that at all but there is something just so interesting and it does spark something when you see other people do it because it's very much like they're living the the life that you want to it's, it's the whole want to want thing again but there is just something in you that I don't know it doesn't spark I can't even explain it it's just that little bubbly feeling you get when you see other people do it and you're like you're so happy for them that they're they're doing it but you're also jealous that you can't do it but then the other part of you doesn't want to do it and it's just it's such it's such a mind-bendy thing because like you watch them and there's like there's a line in the thing that I wrote it's like aching that won't stop until I know what it's like to be kissed touch wanted in that way because I personally, it's such an it is such an aching feeling that I don't know what it's like. But yeah, I don't know whether the ache is enough for me to go and want to experience it. Because like as much as I want to know what it's like to be kissed, 
I don't know if I feel feel comfortable in that situation I don't know whether especially in that club setting like I do really want to know what it's like to be kissed by a stranger in a club it's just one of those like things I really want to know um something I really want to experience just to know how it felt but then at the same time I don't think I'd feel comfortable in that situation having someone approach me you know the whole you know it's the whole like oh you dance together you look at each other constantly until until the kiss happens I don't know whether I'd feel comfortable enough in that situation to let get that far but yeah I want to and it's it's very much the whole want to want thing but it's also you want things that you're just never going to get it's like the whole thing of someone might go oh I one day want to own this amazing car and have my own fire supply and all that it is very much a fantasy that you know you may get it. I'm not saying you, you can't get all those things, but it's very unlikely. And this is the same kind of situation where, obviously, this is far more likely than getting your own plane. But it's very much that situation of, I want to know what it's like, but I don't know if I feel confident enough to make it happen. And that is, I think, I might do a hard episode on that, because that's such a weird thing to have to to understand about yourself. Because normally, with anything, it's very much, oh, if you want it, go get it, you know, don't anything stop in your way. But for this, I'm standing in my own way. But am I doing that to protect myself or am I hindering myself? I don't know. I'm never. I'm not going to answer it. I think it depends on everyone else as well. It's obviously all very much individual. But for me personally, I do think it's standing in my way. But yet I know it's protecting myself in the way that I don't want what other people want. <laughs> it's such a hard thing to have to talk about. I don't know how I, I got onto this topic. But yeah there's a whole bit in this where basically yeah there's that bit that I just mentioned and then the next one is like because I never have been and never will be I remember I wrote this at the time where I was very much I'm never gonna be like everyone else I'm always gonna feel this way this is the point where I, th- I thought I was still a bit late to it but by, by this point I was also accepting the fact that I am just missing something here it felt like something was missing inside me which obviously no I'm not broken I'm not missing I'm just different which is fine different is always fine as annoying as it can be but it was very much that I'm never going to be like everyone else. I'm never going to know what it's like to be touched by someone else or this. But since learning more about asexuality in terms of, oh, you could feel those things. It's just that you don't want to. I think this is the thing that really sets asexuality apart is that, obviously, that the whole spectrum in terms of it. Because, obviously, in this situation where you want to know what it's like to be, be kissed, to be touched, all that, just to know what it's like, it could be that those things do happen and you really enjoy it. But it's because you don't have that desire to make it happen. That's what makes you asexual. Because obviously some people could just be really shy and whatnot and then they let it happen and they're fine. Same thing in terms of being asexual because like you could let this happen and then you could really enjoy it. But it's just you don't have that lust, you don't have that desire to make it happen. It's kind of like the whole thing of I could be a really amazing fighter pilot but I've got no intention of actually doing it because it doesn't it doesn't interest me. It doesn't... I mean, wait, that flying a plane would be really cool. But, like, I've got no intention of building myself up and actually going to do it. It's very much one of those fantasies. And this is the same kind of thing because, like, I've got no feelings towards other people in terms of, like, that tension and, like, that that, that thing that people get, like, that buzz. I've got, I've got none of that. I'm just, I'm just such, like, a, pl- a plank of wood in that sense. I've got none of that. Um, But I wish I did. But it, it still could be the case of all... Those feelings obviously don't make it happen whether you have a good or not time doing those things. It's like, just because you feel that way towards someone doesn't mean you're going to kiss and it's going to be amazing, the best thing you've ever experienced. Because obviously you could kiss and it could be awful. But you have that initial spark to go and want to do it. Whereas being asexual, you don't have the initial spark to go and want to do it, which makes the whole thing a lot harder. And then you also build this thing up in your head being like, oh, 
I don't want it, I don't want it, I don't want it, so I'm not going to have it, when as you, well, you could get it, you could really enjoy it. It's such a hard thing to understand because you think, well, if you, you don't know what it's like when it's going to do it anyway. I'd love to say that's the case, absolutely would love to, but the whole problem is that because you have this mentality of because you don't want it, you, you don't want it, then you're not going to want to go for yourself, put yourself, none of us like being put in situations where we don't feel comfortable in, it's like, it's like when you're a kid and you have to try loads of food and you know you're going to hate it but you've got to try it anyway, it's that kind of thing, because you don't have that lust for it, you don't have that need for it, that buzz, is, I think it's easy to describe it, because you don't have that, you don't think you're going to like it, so already in your mind you think, I'm going to hate it, why, why, why am I doing this to myself, because if you know you're not going to like it, you're just not going to do it, because you want to save yourself, like, not the fear, um, the disgust, no, you want to save yourself that feeling of why I do that, that was horrible, you just want to save yourself from that horrible feeling, which is all that I think asexuals are mentally doing in this case, because they want to try it, at least I do, I want to try it, but there's that mental block of you don't feel like you need to, you don't, you're not going to like it, why would you do it, you're going to make yourself feel worse, you're going to make yourself feel uncomfortable, you're going to hate yourself after you've done it, it's such, oh, it's such a hard thing to have to think about and come to terms with, let alone talk about, but I feel like it, this, I'm hoping this will help people, and I'm hoping it'll be just interesting for people who don't realise as well, like, I mean, I don't know, I've gone on more tangents than actually talking about what it's like to be in a club as an asexual at this point. But the whole thing kind of links in, because I do think those things are very much um, fueled in a club. Like, they're, they're very much more heightened and more present than you would be walking, obviously walking down the street or, like, in a pub or whatever else. I do think in a club, everything like that is heightened to the extent that you notice the differences a lot more. And that's just personally how I feel about it because basically that to, to sum up if this I really hope this makes sense I'm just going on a massive ramble as I read through this bit of writing um but so it's basically sum up the whole difference I think about being asexual in a club is that you don't go there with the same intentions as other people more like secondary intentions because obviously like I said you go with your friends you go to have fun on night out but the more secondary intentions is like to invite attention or whatnot. Even if you go there with with a significant other, if you go there with a boyfriend or girlfriend, you go there to dress up for them. Even though you're with them, you that sort of like the the game itself, the the chasing game of oh you like me, you don't like me, blah, blah, blah. that's already been and done because you're already together. But you still dress up for them, you still want the effort for them, and you still put in that little bit of extra effort, I guess, because it's them you want to keep impressing them, you want to sort of keep having them with you, you want to. You just want to keep them, make sure that their eyes don't look elsewhere, which I think is something else completely bizarre. The fact that some people do dress that way when they're with their partners just to prove, oh, they're mine, I look amazing, I look better than you. That Obviously, I'm not going to say any of my friends have ever done this, but just the general consensus of obviously it happens in more films and TV shows because it's such a dramatic thing. But I know it does happen. Um, but yeah, I think being as a club, as an ace, is, is interesting because you don't have that um intention of going and looking at the people also looking at the people as well you don't look at them and think oh my god they look amazing um as in like they, they look amazing i want to sleep with them i want to kiss them looking thinking i look at people going i think their outfit looks really good they seem like a, a good person just from the way they look also we shouldn't judge people looks but we, we do a human um they're cool i hope they have a nice night that's very much like that and that's obviously we're there and we're talking to people as a group who are like strangers then I don't really think about anyone else personally. Like, I may brush past them going, oh, I like that outfit. They look good in that. That suits them. I hope they're having a nice night. Or oh, they're there for a birthday. They're there with their work lot. 
I see things as a very basic challenge and you go to a club where some people might be like, oh my god, that person looks amazing, look at their hair, look at their lips, look at their dress. And I just don't see things that way. I mean, it could be it could be also the reason that, um, say that if I did get with someone, it could be a guy and maybe I, I don't like girls in that way. Obviously, I don't like anyone that way. But like the point is that obviously it depends on your whole sexuality in general. And even as an ace, say if I was an ace, but I was romantically attracted to men, I would I would look at them in a way I would look at women differently. But same thing if you were asexual, but you were romantically attracted to women, you would look at them differently than you would to men. That's, that's still, the point still stands for that. But basically the whole thing is that I don't go into a club and think, oh, they look amazing, I want to kiss them, I want to sleep with them. It doesn't, it just doesn't come into my head at all because I haven't got that lure, I haven't got that feeling towards them. I mean, I could kiss them and it could be great, I could sleep with them, it could be great, theoretically, but I'm not going to because I'm not going to put myself in that situation because I don't have the desire to. Whereas I know other people, they do, They, I know some people, they've gone to the club for the full intention of walking out there with a guy or with a girl or with someone just to go even if it was to kiss them on the street to actually go home and see with them doesn't matter you, you do you doesn't I mean I don't think it's bad as long as you're comfortable with it and that's that's all that matters really but yeah I mean as an ace personally I go there to have fun but I do notice the differences more about me when I'm there I do notice the whole less fussed about the way I look compared to others the less fussed about how other people are looking at me because some people like oh I've only turned a few heads tonight, I really need to up my game. Whereas I'm like, I don't care if people look at me, they're going to if I want to, nothing's not going to let anything happen. Like, I'm not even going to give people the possibility of letting it happen because it's just not. So I always thought that was a really interesting thing to ramble on about for you today. It is something that I was thinking about doing for a while, I have this whole through Aces Eyes thing. So the way I want to do this as well is if anyone has any suggestions, like even give me a situation or an example or not, and say how I think about it from an ace's perspective, because it could be something as simple, I can't think of an example now, but like, I use the club as an example, they've just done a whole round about that, because obviously, to, I presume for anyone else who is an ace, like I said, they go in there obviously with the intention to have fun with their friends, their work lot, whoever, but they also go there with the intention of looking good and turning heads, whereas from an ace's perspective who isn't bothered by that, I don't go there with that intention, and I don't see things the same way as other people do, in the club so that's kind of what I'm getting on about is that the fact that there could be a situation where you think oh okay how do you look at it from this perspective as an ace so I'm not these aren't gonna be very frequent because I, I think I much prefer having these episodes of guests because it's really hard just talking and no, not knowing if I'm rambling or not and not having someone else to bounce off of um normal service will, will resume next week I can promise you that much um but yeah this is going to be able to maybe like every now and again every couple of months so if you have anything that you think I should cover then please let me know I think when I feel like I'm ready to do another one of these I might put up a thing mainly on the Instagram you know those like question answer things you can do on the stories being like oh has anyone got any suggestions I'd really appreciate it what do people think I should talk about first or next or whatever um I think that's how I'm gonna do it this is very much more if I'm inspired I'll make one but if not I'm gonna wait for some sort of prompt it could be that I'm in a situation that I think is worthy of talking about or whatnot but yeah this is I mean I'm sorry if I've rambled on for like however many minutes this will be shorter than a one podcast length as well so apologies if you like longer ones next week's one I can already promise you it's going to be the longest one to date just bear with me for that where we do another character study of course Matt's back so we will be on talking about it for hours because hours do generally pass on when we're talking about stuff that we enjoy um but yeah this is a much shorter episode so I hope you still enjoyed it and I hope it's been interesting 
like I said, it's really hard when I'm on my own rambling because I feel like everything I'm saying, of course, it's relevant, but I feel like I might go off on some sort of tangent or whatnot. And like I said as well, like, please, like, don't think that all aces think this way. This is just personal experience. I think that I'm shaming anyone for dressing. Like, it's like when you go to a club, like I said, like, it doesn't bother me. You dress how you want to dress. I'm not saying it's inviting I'm, i am saying people dress the way to to attract attention but i'm not saying it's a bad thing because i think it's a very much a generalized thing so yeah please don't take anything i said offensively or out of context because i was just going through what i thought about it and i will post this piece of writing somewhere eventually it's hopefully going to go on this new writing website which is being developed uh, for people to read on there so hopefully that will go on at some point in time so you can read it if you're interested it's just one of the things where I remember reading it through, I read through my musings every now and again just to sort of look back on, because in the moment I write it and I think it's amazing, but I feel a lot better for getting it out there. And afterwards I look back on it going, did I really write that? Like in that moment of time, that was that was my mentality. That's how I express it, is obviously through writing. And to look back on it now and think, oh, okay, I really must have been an awful mom when I wrote that. But this is one that I look back on now and I still feel exactly the same way as when I wrote it, which is very unusual me and my musings because normally I write it when I'm emotion fueled on something or other and I look back and going what the hell was I on when I wrote that but this one is very much one that I think I can look back on at any point and go I still feel like this and unless things drastically change where I do make that leap I do put myself out of my comfort zone and and kiss a stranger or whatnot and I might think differently in terms of oh this is what actually feels like I don't need to wander anymore but yeah that's basically it for this episode um i mean just the final bit for this at the end of this little writing piece um i do end it with because i'm asexual and this is how i see the world and the end bit i just talk more about like the, the rush other people have and how that's how they live whereas i don't have that like i don't have those drives i'm not attracted to people looking at them or anything else um also you you can be attracted to people not just through looks obviously it can be through personality and whatnot but even that i am drawn to personality more as a trait of people anyway where it's just friends or obviously it's just friends but there are some people i'm drawn more towards to want to be their friend because their personality but in general terms, obviously, you can be attracted to people in every which way. But in this situation, I was mainly talking about looks because of the setting that it was in. Because obviously, in a club, you're not going to go up to someone and, and know their personality. And it's so loud. You can't sit and have proper conversation with people, not really. Which is why I think in, in this particular setting, it's a lot more common for people to dress up to have that inviting attention. So you can't go up to someone and go, well, hey, what's your name? What do you do? What do you like? Because obviously, everything's so loud. And it's not, it's not that type of setting. You don't go up to someone in the street and do that obviously clubs are very different to street but it's the same kind of thing like obviously if you're at a bar and you wanted to hook up someone you're more likely to go and find someone you like have sit and have a drink with them and have that conversation whereas in a club you don't have that because it's so loud and it's so compact as well i didn't talk about that it's so busy um so compact like there's all the fake smoke some of the time like thumping music it's just so different and you don't have that time so really people really do build on that like image of your image speaking for you if that makes sense because obviously if people aren't interested in your initial outlook then they're not going to be interested in getting to know you whereas obviously in someone like a bar you have that ability to you have that sort of inviting thing about the way you look but then you can also go have a conversation with them and sort of gauge whether this person's for you or not and in a club you don't have the space for this um 
but yeah that's, that's basically it um i hope you've enjoyed my little ramble i don't think this will be too long but i still hope you've enjoyed it and i haven't just gone on too much about you know random stuff that doesn't really make sense but yeah i mean again just as a disclaimer because i'll see because i know i said this like twice before but it is just it's all very personal in the way that i see things i've seen situations like this and i'm not going to speak for everyone i'm speaking for myself as an ace um again not shaming anyone if they dress a certain way to go out um i wasn't shaming my friend lily for doing it because i think she looks amazing where she does and like it's how she feels comfortable and confident which is amazing and like oh i'm all good for her all good for everyone i live with because they all do that they're all amazing at that um but yeah <laughs> i'm so bad at ending these but i've still got a few episodes to episode 10 i think this is no this is episode eight so by episode 10 i will have nailed down how to end these things but i mean yes so you know general <laughs> ending splew i guess um ending splew of comments um everything is linked down in the description as per usual i've now also linked my personal instagram as well just just in case you're interested to know the, the person behind the voice and behind um the thing really obviously my book's linked there as well because it's not it's not promotional i'm not saying he's linked go buy it i'm saying if you're interested at all it's there because people have said to me before like oh where's the link where can i find it and i'm like it's here it's right here which is say people asking about it basically um but yeah next week uh matt's back as i said we're doing abby's character abby maitland from primeval because you know i'm still i'm still not out my hole don't intend to ever be out of my hole <laughs> i'm enjoying fan fiction far too much um and i haven't made my fan video yet so i need to sit down and do that and then i'll be fine i'll shake it out of my system but she's an interesting character um we're gonna have a nice long conversation about her because i know um i don't think that she's his favorite but she's an amazing character and like i know we had lots to talk about when we were actually watching the show about her so that'll be interesting so sit down and get popcorn for that one because I can already tell you it's going to be a long one because of how our ones soon to be getting just longer and longer. The more comfortable we both feel talking about it on recording, I guess. Even though this is now episode eight for me, I'm kind of just used to the sound of my own voice and all that. But with someone else, having those conversations and just, I don't know, it's just having that, I think we both generally feel more comf comfortable, confident about it. Um, so we are just having a lot more to say, a lot more ideas are coming up. And also just general, we're talking about characters we have a lot to say about. So we are going on for a lot longer than I initially thought we would, which is fine. You know, length is just fine. Um, yeah, I think I think that's actually it now. So yeah, all links are in the description. I hope you enjoyed. Loved hearing your thoughts. Please like and subscribe, you know, all the, you know, the normal things that people say. Um, stay tuned for next week where we talk about Abby more episodes of this coming at some point in time like i said if there's anything that you think i should talk about any situation and just anything that you you're interested to hear about from an atheist perspective i'll happily do another one of these because it's very revealing for me as well to think about it and say it out loud there's a lot of things that you'll see you internalize a bit it's saying it out loud really makes the difference i had to say i'm asexual out loud a few times before i believed it in myself so it's that kind of thing it's interesting for me to do i hope it's interesting for you to hear about and yeah not shaming anyone just all personal opinions you know um through these aces eyes <laughs> uh okay i'm definitely gonna end this now um happy sunday happy sunday indeed it's bright and sunny with birds singing you know classically happy sunday vibes but yes hope you're all having a wonderful day and enjoyed this i say for the, the gazillionth time Thank you so much for listening. If you've made it to the end, very much appreciated. Looking forward to hearing what everyone thinks. That is all. 
again happy sunday uh thank you for listening space is out